You are listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. Jesus' resurrection grants us the full acceptance of God. Discover the truth of Jesus' sacrifice in week two of The King. In this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Alam po ninyo, ang ganda nung ating video kanina yung pakita ho natin at sagutin ho natin yung katanungan. Bakit daw ho empty yung tomb? Okay? Alam mo na niya, if I'm going to show you this picture, ito yung nagpapakita that the, em- that the tomb is empty. And at the same time, the cross is empty. Why is it that the tomb is empty and why is it that the cross is empty? Do you know that these are, these are symbols of genuine Christianity? Ito po ay simbolo ng tunay na Kristyanismo, yung empty cross and empty tomb because Jesus Christ did not remain on the grave. On the third day, He rose again from the dead and He is a living God. Amen? So, alam po natin na si Jesus ay nabuhay na muli. So, yan po ay empty. Kailan naman po ang Panginoong Yesus ay hindi na babalik dyan sa tomb na yan at kailan naman na hindi na siya babalik doon sa krus na yan dahil once and for all lamang ginawa ng Panginoon ang kanyang pagkamatay at pagkabuhay na muli siya ay mananatiling buhay para magkaroon ng saysay ang ating mga pananampalataya. Amen. Yan ho ang ating pag-uusapan ngayong oras na ito. Kayo po ay narito sa Victory We Exist to Honor God and Make Disciples. At ang title po ng ating pangalawang, siri, pangalawang uh, topic sa series na The King is The Recent King. Sabi natin, The Recent King. Okay. Nung una po tinalakay natin is The Humble King, The Recent King, and next week, nako exciting po ito, at about the return of the King. Okay, The Returning King. Okay, so... Unahin po muna natin ito, ito ating pangalawang topic, The Recent King. Tumayo po tayong lahat at buksan po natin ang atin pong mga Biblia sa Matthew 28, beginning verse 1 up to 8. Dala po ba kayo? After the Sabbath at dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen. Just as he said, Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you in Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. Now the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Tayo po manalangin. Lord, salamat po sa pag-aaral namin ng iyong salita. With excitement kami po ay narito, Panginoon, and we are expecting na ang mga salita may maintindihan po namin. Enable us to know Jesus Christ more in a deeper way, in a biblical way. Thank you so much, O God, because we do believe that Jesus Christ is indeed the Son of God. Jesus is the King. Thank you so much, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mako po tayong lahat. Okay. Para sa inyo, hubay mahalaga ang resurrection of Jesus? Lagi nating madalas sa sinasabi na si Jesus ay namatay dahil sa ating mga kasalanan. 
and we give emphasis on the death of Jesus Christ that sometimes we neglect to say Jesus did not remain on the grave. He rose again from the dead. Mahalaga po sa ating mga Kristiyano ang kasaysayan hindi labang ng pagkamatay ni Kristo but higit sa lahat yung kanyang pagkabuhay na muli. The resurrection of Christ is the most important event in all of history. Sabi niyo most important. Pinakamahalagang event sa kasaysayan. Bakit po? Alam natin na sa mundong ito, maraming mga kasaysayan ang naganap na hanggang ngayon, hindi natin malilimutan. So medyo mga kaedad ko, yung 9-11, isang matinding kasaysayan yun. Bagamat ito'y trahedya, pero ito po isang kasaysayan na nai-record na sa history at laging nagiging batayan kapag katerorismo ang pinag-uusapan. Marami pang mga kaganapan, yung pagkamatay ng... Uh, uh, sa mga nakalipas sa matagal na panahon, yung pagkamatay ng kalahating milyong mga Hudyo na pinatay ng mga Nazi. Di ba? Isang kasaysayan niya na naitala na na ang hirap malimutan sa kasaysayan ng buong mundo. Bagamat yan ay isang negative din na kasaysayan. Subalit, ang pagkabuhay ng muli ng Panginoong Isus ay hindi lamang nagtala ng record sa kasaysayan, kundi lumikha ng isang napakalaking impact sa kanakalipas na henerasyon, sa kasalukuyan at sa hinaharap na henerasyon. Dahil ang resurrection of Jesus Christ, the impact of it reverberates eternity, up to eternity. Tayo po ay may buhay na walang hanggan. Nananampalataya ho ba kayo doon? So sa madalis salita, ang ating pagkakaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan ay bunga ng resurrection ng Panginoong Isus. Dahil kung si Jesus ay namatay lang, at hindi siya nabuhay na muli. Ano ang kaibahan niya sa mga taong, mga dakilang tao na nabuhay at namatay at pagkatapos ay hindi naman nabuhay na muli? Marami pong mga presidente, maraming mga hari sa kasaysayan ng mundo na napakaganda ang mga nagawa, na record sa mga history books, yung kanilang mga ginawa. But unfortunately, nung sila ay mamatay, hindi na sila nabuhay na muli. Maging ang mga pundador ng mga relihiyon, yung mga founder ng different religions and movements, mga dakila mang silang tao sa kanilang pananaw ng kanilang mga tagasunod, pero nung sila ay mamatay, hindi sila nabuhay na muli. Pero ang kaibahan dito sa ating Panginoong pinaglilingkuran, siya, siya man ay namatay, ngunit pagdating ng ikatlong araw, siya ay nabuhay na muli para baguhin ang kasaysayan ng mundong ito. Amen. Now, the resurrection of Christ is so central to the Christian faith and all of Christianity depends on it. Ang pagkabuhay ng muli ni Kristo dito nakasalala, ito po yung pinakasentro ng Christian faith. The fact is, there is no Christianity if there is no resurrection. Walang tunay na Kristyanismo kung meron man ito'y walang buhay, walang kapangyarihan kung si Jesus ay hindi nabuhay mula sa mga patay. Subalit, kabaliktaran naman ito dahil si Jesus ay nabuhay, ang ating pag-asa ay buhay, ang ating sinasampalatayanan ay buhay, at ang ating pagiging kristyano ay tunay at ganap at mayroong saysay. Amen. Dahil si Kristo ay nabuhay na muli. So, kung ganito po kahalaga ang pagkabuhay na muli ni Yesu Kristo, karapat dapat lamang po na internalize natin at pag-aralan natin yung resulta sa buhay natin ng pagkabuhay na muli ni Yesu Kristo. Ayoko po sa atin naririto na linggo-ligo dumadalo, nakakarinig ka ng mga magagandang mensahe, pero hindi mo kabisado ang kapangyarihan ng resurrection ni Yesu Kristo sa iyong buhay araw-araw. 
Ayoko pong ang maging kristyanismong pananaw ninyo is our sets of do's and don'ts. Or es babalik ko tayo sa ating Old Testament na parabang it's all about the law. Maunawaan po ninyo na ang buhay pala is so dynamic in Christ Jesus once you realize the result of the resurrection of Christ. Kaya mayroon po tayong tatlong bagay na pag-aaralan. Three important results of resurrection. And of course, I'm referring to the Lord Jesus Christ. First is validation. Jesus is exactly who He claimed to be. Siya ay isang Messiah, anak ng Diyos, Hari, Panginoon, at Diyos. At sa kanyang pagkabuhay na muli na validate na ang lahat ng claim na yun ay totoo. Pangalawa is the vindication. Okay? Jesus is, has done exactly what we are, who we are today. Ano ba tayo? We are children of God. We are redeemed. We are freed. Kung sino tayo ngayon as a believer, it's all because this is the result of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Therefore, Christ has been vindicated. And victory. God has given us the victory because He defeated sin and death. And what's the impact of that to us? Pag-aaralan po natin. Naunahin po natin is the word vindica- validation. Sabi natin validation. So Matthew chapter 26, verse 63 to 64, sabi ron, The high priest said to him, I charge you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. Now, ang nagsasalita po rito yung high priest na nag-uusig kay Jesus. Sabi niya, I charge you under oath by the living God. Ginamit pa yung pangalan ng living God. Tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. At ito ang sagot ni Jesus. Sabi niya, you have said so. So, ang ibig sabihin, Christ is really claiming that He is the Son of God. But I, but I say to all of you, from now on, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. Now, importante sa atin na ma-establish ang katotohanan about Christ claiming that He is the Son of God. Importante ho yun. Because once, sa, 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 kahit sa panahon ng mga Israel, pag sinabi mo ikaw ay Son of God or the Son of God, you are claiming to be God yourself. Okay? Kaya hindi nila matanggap na ang Jesus na ito, na anak ng isang karpentero, isinilang sa Bethlehem, okay, na nabuhay sa mundong ito, eh sasabihin niyang siya yung Son of God, claiming that He is God Himself, claiming that He is King and also the Savior. Because galito ang pagkakaunawa ng mga Hudyo sa kanila pong panahon. Now, importante na, mag- na yung pagkabuhay ni Jesus dahil ito yung nag-i-establish ng kanyang pagiging Son of God. Now, makita natin yung first evangelist. Sino yon? Si Magdalene. Siya, siya yung unang nagbalita ng magandang balita doon sa mga disipulo ng Panginoon. Ano pong nangyari doon? Ang anghel ay bumaba nagkaroon ng violent earthquake at nag-move yung stone. Okay? Tapos sabi ng angel sa kanila, sinyo ang hinahanap nyo rito? Si Jesus ay wala dito. Siya ay nabuhay na muli. Anong naramdaman ng mga kababaihan, eh, lalo na si Mary Magdalene? They were overjoyed. Sabi nyo, overjoyed. Masayang-masaya sila. Bakit? Because Christ rose again from the dead. 
Maaaring kayo, sabi niyo, pag nakakita kayo ng anghel, magiging masaya kayo dahil nakakita kayo ng anghel. You may be excited about the wrong thing. Diyan po kayo. People today are excited about the wrong thing. Kapag ka mayroong provision, yung excitement nila, yes, naroon, walang masama sa provision, that's good. Pagka may healing, excited sila, masaya sila, overjoyed sila, wala akong masama, talagang magiging masaya ka kapag ito tumanggap ng kagalingan. Okay? Kapag ikaw ay dumating na yung pinakamimithimong mapapangasawa mo at gwapo at maganda yan, di ba may overjoy din? Masasayahan ka rin, matutuwa ka. But you know what? Nothing should compare the joy that we are supposed to have once we know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Amen. And His resurrection would validate that indeed Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Sometimes we are being overjoyed by the wrong things. Sabi ko, walang masama sa provision, walang masama sa magagandang bagay, magandang damit, magandang kotse, magandang bahay. Lahat yan binibigay na bihaya ng Panginoon. But in the absence of all these things, there is still reason for us to be overjoyed. It is because the Lord that we call upon that Lord that we believe in is truly the Son of the living God and He is not dead, He is alive. Amen. Now, what is the essence of that? Basahin po natin sa Romans chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. Regarding His Son, who as to His human nature was a descendant of David, kaya tinatawag siyang Son of David, and who through the Spirit of holiness was declared with power to be the Son of God. Christ was declared with power to be the Son of God by His resurrection from the dead. So it was just, in the minds of people, it was just a claim before. Claim lang ni Christ na siya yung Son of God. Pero yung resurrection ay nagdeklara sa Kanya ng may kapangyarihan. Sabi niyo, with power. That Jesus is really the Son of God. Jesus Christ is our Lord. Alam niyo, Papaanong naging magandang balita ang pagiging Son of God, yung validation ng pagiging Son of God niya? Sino sa inyo ang nananampalataya kay Jesus, taas ang kamay? Could you imagine kung si Jesus pala ay hindi naman nabuhay mula sa mga patay and He is not really the Son of God? Lahat tayong nagtaas ng kamay, lahat ng pananampalataya natin, walang silbi. Walang saysay, walang kabuluhan, tawag tayo ng tawag sa kanya ng Panginoon, ipatay naman pala siya. But the good thing is that dahil si Jesus ay nabuhay mula sa mga patay, lahat pala ng panalangin natin, lahat ng pananampalataya natin, maliit man o malaki, ay mayroong kabuluhan, may saysay, at alam natin may kasagutan dahil alam natin ang sinampalataya na natin ay buhay. Amen. We have to be so excited about Could you imagine? Every day, nagpipray tayo. We are asking God for something. That's just to find out that si Jesus pala ay hindi naman pala buhay. Naman pala patay. Imagine niyo yung na-feel ng mga disciples. Okay? They have seen Jesus Christ for three years doing so many miracles. Even raising from the dead. Even miracle of multiplication. Healing of the blind. Healing of the sick. Nakita nilang lahat yun sa pamamagitan ng buhay ni Jesus. So they were really so excited. Wow, ito na. Ito na talaga ang Messiah, the Son of the Living God. Remember when Peter, when, when 
Jesus Christ asked his disciples, sabi niya, sa palagay ninyo, sino ako sa sinasabi ng mga tao? Sabi niya, Lord, sabi nila, ikaw raw si Moses. Lord, sabi ng iba, ikaw raw si Elijah na nabuhay ng muli. At o kaya, sabi ng parang iba, ikaw raw isa sa mga propeta. At bumaling si Jesus sa kanyang mga disciples. Ang sabi niya, sa palagay ninyo, sino ako para sa inyo? Peter made a bold reply. Sabi niya, Lord, you are the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. At ang sabi ni Jesus, Peter, this was not revealed to you by men. This was revealed to you by my Father in heaven. Jesus Christ being the Son of God is a revelation from the Father that would affect your life and must affect your life. We should be excited about Him being the Son of God that, that He rose again from the dead dahil ibig sabihin, tayo ay nanalalangin sa isang buhay na Diyos na lahat ng ating ipinanalangin ay mayroong kasagutan at naririnig ng Panginoon. Amen. Nakasubukan nyo na ba kumuusap sa taong patay? Palagay nyo, sasagot yun. Kahit pumunta kayo sa sementeryo, kausapin nyo yung mga mahal ninyong patay doon, hindi yung sasagot. Katunayan, pag sumagot yun, mas lalo kayo matakot. Tama ho ba? Biro mo kinakausap mo, patay, tapos biglang sumagot. Ayun nga lang yung sarili mo, pag kinakausap mo, biglang sumagot, medyo kinakabahan ka na eh. <laughs> eh how much more kung patay? Okay, biglang sumagot. Pero Jesus, alam natin, hindi siya nanatiling patay, He rose again from the dead. So ang ibig sabihin, may pag-asa pala ang buhay. Ako pala na sa tingin ko para akong talunan ngayon, ibig sabihin pala ang buhay ko may pag-asa. Na ako pala na lugmok sa kasalanan, alam ko nang buhay ko pala ay mayroong pag-asang magbago. Ang pamilya ko wasak. Alam ko sasagutin ng Diyos ang panalangin ko para sa pamilya ko buhay. Dahil ang Diyos na aking sinasampalatayanan ay buhay. Lahat po ng tao may kanya-kanyang sinasampalatayanan. Ang kaibahan lamang, Bagamat lahat ng tayo may pananampalataya, yung object ng kanilang pananampalataya ang nagkakaiba. Marami ang kanilang pananampalataya naroon sa mga leader na namatay pero hindi naman nabuhay. Iba ang kanilang pananampalataya nasa pera dahil doon nila nilalagak yung kanilang buong pag-asa sa akala sa pagkakaroon ng maraming pera na may security na yung kanilang future. Pero lahat po ng mga bagay na yan ay bibiguin sila. Pero ang kainaman sa ating pananampalataya is the object of our faith because the object of our faith is not other than Jesus Christ, our King, the Son of the Living God. Amen. Come on. Kasi alam nyo sa mga seminars, usually nababagit yung salitang faith. Di ba? Have faith, have faith, have faith. Pero yung sabihin pala ng having faith is not have faith to the Son of God but have faith that you will be successful. Have faith that you can do it by yourself. Have faith that by your own determination, you can do it. It's just a self-motivation outside of the influence of the Son of God. But the good thing is that we don't really have to put our trust on ourselves, on money, on people, on our own talent and ability dahil lahat po yun ay kapos. Because we have put our trust to the Son of God. We know that our faith is not futile. Amen. Ang ating pananampalataya ay may silbi, mayroong saysay, at ang pananampalataya natin ay buhay dahil ang object ng ating pananampalataya ay buhay din. Amen. Praise God. Sabi po ron, si Jesus Christ ang atin pong Panginoon. Siya ang, sabihin, 
when you say that Jesus Christ is your Lord, He is your leader. He is the one who goes ahead of us. We submit to Him. It's nice to have a leader who is alive. Now, let's go to number two, vindication. Sabi natin, vindication. May mga claims si Jesus na kanyang gagawin para sa atin. Ang kainaman doon, hindi lang niya ginawa, pinatunayan niya dahil siya ay nabuhay na muli. Sabi ng Matthew 1.21, She will give birth to a son. Ito yung kay Jesus. Okay? She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus. Why? Because he will save his people from their sins. Okay. Ano ang claim dito? He will save his people from their sins. That's the claim. Totoo ba yan o hindi? Kaya nga, na-vindicate si Jesus by His name alone, ang ibig sabihin, He will save His people from their sins. He indeed saved His people from their sins. Sabi na Ephesians 1.27, In Him we have redemption. Say redemption. Through His blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Now, ang redemption po, it's like may nasanlaka. Okay? Hindi mo na kayang tubusin. But somebody on your behalf came in and paid the ransom or paid the money. So, nakuha muli yung, yung nakasanla, napalaya, okay? Nang wala kang binabayarang presyo. Now, para masigit na maunawaan po ninyo yung salitang ransom. Okay? Uso-uso sa Pilipinas kasi may mga uso kidnapping dito eh. Okay? Nauuso na naman kasi yan dyan ang abu sayap. Okay? Pag may kinidnap, nagdidiman sila ang tinatawag na ransom money. At minsan, yung ransom money na hinihingi is beyond the ability of the person to pay. Para kung ganun tayo. Tayo, ang ating kaluluwa, ay para bagang na-hold ni Satan, hostage tayo. Okay? At humihingi ng ransom in exchange for our liberty. Ang ginawa ng Diyos, ang kanyang pinambayad, ay walang iba kundi ang kanyang kaisa isang bugtong na anak to come on our place. Tayo ay nakalaya at siya yung naging hostage. Okay? Sa madali salita, tayo po ay naridim sa pamagitan ng ransom at ang buhay ni Jesus ang naging ransom. Kaya si Jesus ay naging kasalanan bagamat siya ay hindi nagkasala dahil inako niya ang responsibilidad na hindi naman sa kanya. Adyan po kayo. So, ang tawag doon is redemption, kaya nagkaroon tayo ng kalayaan. Now, in Him we have redemption through His blood, ibig sabihin, through His death, in, for, in the, forgive, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Sa madali salita, mga kapatid, hindi ka pa humihingi ng kapatawaran, nakalatag na yung kapatawaran. But you have to avail it by faith. Pero ang kainaman doon, hindi mo kinakailangan parusan ang sarili mo para ikaw ay mapatawad dahil matagal ka ng pinatawad. All you have to do is to ask for forgiveness. Mali yung napanood ko minsan sa television, sabi ganun is, kinakailangan ang penance, ang purpose niyan is parang pagbayaran mo yung kasalanan na iyong ginawa. Eh sino ba ang nakapagbayad ng ating kasalanan? Walang iba, kundi si Jesus, once and for all, Jesus Christ paid for our sins. 
Kaya hindi mo na kailangan pahirapan ang sarili mo, hindi mo kailangan magpinitensya o magpapako sa krus, o hindi mo kailangan gumawa ng kung ano-ano para bayaran ng iyong kasalanan because long time ago, you were already forgiven. All you have to do is to avail it by asking God for forgiveness. The forgiveness is yours. Hindi mo kinakailangan pahirapan ang iyong sarili. Amen. So, come on, let's give Him praise. Sabi ng 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, God made Him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. Now, nung una, papano tinalo ni Jesus yung, papano, an, an, ano yung kanyang ginawa para sa atin? He redeemed us. Okay? Pangalawa, He gave us His righteousness. Dahil meron tayo kasalanan, wala tayong righteousness before. Okay? Si Jesus yung may kasalanan, nagkaroon ng tinatawag na divine exchange. Kinuha na Jesus yung ating kasalanan, at binigay naman niya sa atin yung kanyang righteousness. Kaya ang sabi ron, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us. Si Jesus yung tinutukoy dito. Okay? So that in him, in Christ, we might become the righteousness of God. Now, what is the essence of having the righteousness of God in us? Alam nyo, kapag ikaw ay mananalangin sa Diyos, hindi ka pakikiga ng Diyos kung may kasalanan sa puso mo. But the good thing is that we now have the righteousness of God. Pag nanalangin ka, titignan ka ng Diyos, ang makikita is not your sin, but the righteousness of His only begotten Son. So God cannot say no to our prayers. That's why they are yes in Christ Jesus. That's why when we pray, we use in Jesus' name, Amen. Because wala akong pangalang iginagalang sa langit, kundi ang pangalan lamang ni Jesus. The righteousness of Jesus. Ang kasalanan ho, mayroong kabayaran. Ano yung kabayaran niya? Kamatayan. Because God is a holy God. At mainam naman na ang Diyos ay galit sa kasalanan. Well, could you imagine kung ang Diyos natin ay gustong-gusto ng kasalanan? Hindi ata mainam yun. Because God is a holy God, normal sa kanyang magalit sa kasalanan. At ang kabayaran ng kasalanan ay kamatayan. So we are supposed to die. Pero imbis na tayo ang mamatay, si Jesus yung namatay dahil kinuha niya yung kasalanan natin. At tayo yung nabuhay because tinanggap natin yung righteousness ni Jesus. So nagkaroon divine exchange. Now we have the righteousness of God. Now if we're being asked, do you have the righteousness of God in you? We can boldly say yes. Why? Because Christ died for me and He rose again from the dead. And I received the forgiveness of all my sins. Amen. Now, the word righteousness is somehow similar to the word justification. Sabi na Romans 4.25, He has delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Say justification. Ang righteousness and justification so have the same Greek root word meaning, which, which in Greek word is dikhayos. Okay? Dikhayos. Now, kung combine pala yung word na righteousness and justification because somehow they, are the, they have the same Greek root word, ito po ang mangyayari ang ibig sabihin ng justify. Therefore, to justify is to declare one righteous before God, made perfectly acceptable. Ang kailangan ho para malinis yung ating kasalanan, 
kailangan is a perfect sacrifice. Perfecto ho ba tayo? Hindi tayo perfecto. Kahit ho, dugo ng manok, hindi ho perfecto. Hindi pwede. Walang pwedeng pambayad. Ang the only perfect na meron ay yung blood ni Jesus because He did not sin. Now, si Jesus nang mamatay para sa atin, yung kanyang buhay ay naging acceptable sacrifice before God. It's a perfect sacrifice. Walang katulad. It's a perfect sacrifice. That's why, before God, tayo po ay perfect before His sight. I'm not saying we are really perfect, but what I am saying, in our standing before God, because of the perfect blood of Jesus, the righteous blood of Jesus, we also have our perfection before the eyes of God. Now, to imp- ito po yung ibig sabihin pa ng justify, to impute a moral record acceptable to God. Okay. Moral record. Sabi niyo, moral record. Meron na ho ba rito, graduate sa college, na uh, ang pinakamataas ay 1.0, pinakamababa is 5.0. Nakasubok na ho ba kayong tumanggap ng grade na puro uno? 1.0? Sino nakatanggap na ng grade na Wala, no? Ano kayo sinasabi ni Pastor? <laughs> yung 1.0, katumbas mo 100%. Okay, pag 5 ka, 0. 3.0, pasang awa. Nag-college pa kayo? <laughs> okay. Unless, if you're you ano, lasalian, ibang grading system doon. Okay? But generally, pagka 1.0, kayo sabihin 100%. O sabihin mo lang elementary o high school. Okay? Nakatanggap pa ng 100% lahat. Pero parang imposible yatang may mangyaring ganun eh. Alam ba ninyo na nung tayo ay bigyan ng si Jesus ay mabuhay na muli, Okay, tinanggap natin yung ginawa ni Kristo sa buhay natin. Nung kinignan yung record natin at binunot ng Diyos, ang nakalagay is puro 100%. You're perfect. Excellent. Why? Not because of you, not because of me, not because of what we have done, but because of the finished work of Christ. It's perfectly done. Kaya pag kinignan yung record mo, perfect ka. Kaya yung ibig sabihin ng justify, just if I, para justify, just if I had not sinned, and just if I had always obeyed. Na-address yung sin of omission and commission. Ano po yung address, ano po yung sin of commission? Ito yung sins that you have committed. Okay? Hindi po yung commission. Okay? Kasalanan din yung sa bagay, yung nakikikomission ka. Okay. Sin of commission and sin of omission, yung magandang bagay pero hindi mong ginawa, may kakayanan kang tumulong pero hindi ka tumulong, kasalanan din. Okay? Yung dalawang klase ng kasalanan na yun ay nasatisfy ng blood ni Jesus kaya pag tinignan ng Diyos ang record natin as if we have not sinned, as if we had always obeyed. Amen? Yun ang standing natin before the Lord because at tawag sa atin is we receive the justification of God through Christ Jesus. Now, Another thing that we have to remember is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 to 19. All this is from God who reconciled us to Himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Sabi natin reconciliation. Kanina po ay redemption. And then God has given us righteousness. And then reconciliation. Kasi po, Noon ang Diyos at ang tao ay magkasama, nagkahiwalay dahil sa kasalanan. May namagitan na kasalanan sa Diyos ng tao dahil ang Diyos ay banal, may kasalanan, kahit narito ang tao na malayong distansya. 
But because of Jesus Christ who died on the cross, his posture, his posture represents on the other side is God himself and on the other side are the sinners. Sa pamamagitan ni Jesus ng kanyang death, na-reconcile niya ang relationship of God and men. Anong ibig sabihin niyan ngayon? Na-reconcile na tayo sa Diyos. Meaning, we can now call God our own Father and we have access to the heavenly throne. We have access, meaning makakatawag tayo, masasabi natin, Ama, sumasalangit. Hindi yung nakikiama ka, pero hindi ka naman anak. Nasubukan niyo na ba yung mga tatay dito? Biglang na lang may sumatawag sa inyo. Daddy, daddy! Hindi mo naman kilala. Yari ka kay misis niyan. Di ba? Hindi kita kilala. Ang kainaman that we can call God our Father is because He became our Father in Christ Jesus through adoption, we became sons and daughters of God. That's why we have access to God and we can call Him Daddy. We can call Him Father. Abba, Father. Meaning we are the children of the living God. Amen? Come on. Because we were reconciled with God. That's why we have that standing before the Lord. Now, sa 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 to 97, that God was reconciling the world to Himself in Christ, not counting men, people's sins against them. He has committed to us the message of reconciliation. Say it once again, reconciliation. Praise God. Number three is, God has given us victory. The resurrection of Christ gave us victory over sin and death. So in 1 Corinthians 15, 54-57, when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Say victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where death, O oh, death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We are already victorious. Naniniwala ba kayong mapagtagumpay kayo? Katunayan, eh, higit pa nga tayo sa mapagtagumpay. Now, we are positionally victorious before God. We are positionally blessed before God. That is the truth. Okay? Now, it takes faith to make truth reality. Gets nyo? Ang katotohanan, dahil sa ginawa ni Jesus at siya'y nabuhay na muli, nagtagumpay siya, ang tagumpay na tagumpay nating lahat. Amen? So, nung siya ay nagtagumpay, positionally, we are all victorious. That's why, I don't see any reason why we have to have an attitude of being a victim. We are all victors. Amen? We are not supposed to be victims. Wala tayong defeated mindset. Dapat victorious mindset. Dahil ang katotohanan, nagtagumpay tayo dahil kay Kristo. Therefore, ito ang katotohanan, this is the truth, dapat maging reality yan. Maranasan natin dito sa lupa. Naalala ko nung bata ako, lahat ng iisipin ko dahil wala akong confidence sa sarili ko, baba ng tingin ko, lahat ng gagawin ko, gagawin ko palang iniisip ko, magkakamali ako. Gagawin ko palang isang bagay, ay hindi mangyayari. Susubukan ko mangarap. Naku, masyadong mataas yung pangarap na yun. Hindi, mapwedeng mangyari. Mahirap lang kami. Hindi ko mag-isip, ayaw ko mag-isip ng mataas na pangarap. 
Kasi inisip ko, hindi ako mapagtatagumpayan yan. Dahil ang tinitignan ko yung aking kaawa-awang sitwasyon at ng aking pamilya. But when I have come to know Jesus Christ, and I have realized that in Christ I am victorious, that changed the entire complexion of my life. I, would, I have always believed na lahat ng gagawin ko, alam ko, magtatagumpay ako and this will give honor to the Lord. Hindi ako natatakot mangarap dahil sa alam ko sa pangarap ko, ang Diyos ang tutupad ng aking pangarap. Amen. Amen. Mag-aaral akong mabuti dahil alam ko, magtatagumpay ako, papasa ako ng kolehyo. Alam ko, mababayaran ko ang tuition fee ko. Why? Because I am victorious in Christ Jesus. It takes faith to make the truth reality in your life. Amen? Kaya kung ikaw sa pakiramdam mo, talunan ka, pakiramdam mo lang yan. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Anong nararamdaman mo dyan? Mukha ba siyang talunan? Mukha ba siyang victorious? We are supposed to be victorious. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, hindi ka talunan. Sabi mo, victorious ka. Wala dapat mukhang talunan sa atin because in Christ, we already received that victory. That is why our faith... Come on, let's give you praise. That's why our faith has sense. It has meaning. It has significance. Because nasa Son of God ang ating pananampalataya who won for us. His victory is our victory. So verse 19 na sabi, on the evening of the first day, sabi ng John 20 verse 19 to 22, dahil na si Jesus nagkaroon ng victory over sin and death, itong impact sa atin. On the, day, on the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Sabi nyo, peace be with you. Sabi nyo sa katabi nyo rin, and also with you. Verse 20, after he said this, he showed them his hands inside. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Because Christ defeated sin and death, we all became citizens of heaven. We receive the peace that comes from God. There is now, we are no longer enemies of God. Dati, dahil sa kasalatan, kaaway natin ang Diyos. But we are no longer enemies of God. We are now citizens of heaven because we are children of God, members of His household. Amen. Could you imagine kung tayo nga natutuwa ka maging part ka ng royal family? Ayun pa kayang maging family members ka ng heaven? Now, ano pa sabi? As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. God is giving us a new purpose in life. Alala nyo sa Matthew 28 where we read our text earlier. Doon yung sinabi, go and make disciples of all nations. At the last chapter of Mark, ano sinasabi ron, go into all the world and preach the good news. You know why? Because there's a reason why, to pre- why we need to preach that news because that news is a very, very good news. Because Christ rose again from the dead, our news is the best news of all. It is indeed a good news. Amen. Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, I am sending you. Now we can be, we are all representative of Jesus, the ambassadors of God, so that we can win these people back to God. That is our mission. That's your mission in your family, in your office, in your school, in your business, in your work. God is giving us the mandate. God is giving us the purpose. We have to go after them and bring the gospel to them. 
makilala rin nila ang Panginoon na ating nakilala na nagbigay sa atin ng pag-asa. Amen. And in verse 22, And with that, He breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit, meaning God is giving us the power, the divine ability to do the task. Hindi lang niya sinabi sa ating, Go and make disciples. He gave us the power. He gave us the power to be a witness for Jesus Christ. Mga kapatid, may set ang buhay natin. Ang buhay natin ay hindi katulad lamang ng mga ordinaryong bagay na nalikha sa mundong ito. Ang buhay natin ay may kahulugan, may saysay, may buhay. Dahil ang ating Diyos na pinaglilingkuran ay buhay. Ito ang mensahe na ating ipinapangaral sa man tayo na roon. Mayroong saysay, mayroong kabuluhan. Now allow me to read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning verse 14. Sabi po ron, If Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. Aanin natin yung pangangaral dito every Sunday. Kung si Jesus ay hindi nabuhay mula sa mga patay, walang saysayang pangangaral ng salita ng Panginoon. Binobola lang natin ang mga tao, pati sarili natin. Pati pananampalataya natin, sayang din. Ang sabi ng verse 17, And if Christ has not been raised, your faith, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Wala raw saysay, inutil ang ating pananampalataya at tayo hanggang ngayon nasa kasalanan pa rin. Alipin pa rin tayo ng kasalanan. We cannot say no to sin. But because Jesus ay nabuhay, we can always say no to sin and we can say yes to God. Amen? Verse 18, Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. Yung mga naunang namatay na ng palataya kay Kristo, nasa na kaya sila ngayon? Malamang, nasa hangin lamang sila. Bakit? Kasi hindi naman nabuhay si Jesus mula sa mga patay. Pero, ang kainaman doon mga kapatid, si Jesus ay nabuhay mula sa mga patay. So alam natin, yung mga mahal natin sa buhay na ng palataya kay Kristo ay nasa piling ng Diyos sa oras na ito. Amen? At balang araw, makikita ho natin sila. Gusto niyo na hubang ngayon? Okay. Verse 19, if only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men. Could you imagine? Lahat tayo nananampalataya, umaawit dito, kung si Kristo rin pala hindi namatay, tayo rin ang pinakakawawang tao sa mundong ito. But it's actually the other way around. But because on the third day, Christ rose again from the dead, tayo ang pinakamapalad na taong nabubuhay dito sa mundo dahil ang ating Diyos ang pinaglilingkuran ay buhay at mananatiling buhay magpakailanman. Amen! Christ has been raised from the dead. He became the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Si Kristo yung nauna. Kaya lahat ng sasampalataya sa Kanya Kahit na mawala tayo, mamatay man tayo sa mundong ito, tayo ay mabubuhay na muli because Christ rose again from the dead. Lahat tayo may pag-asang mabuhay na muli at magkaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan sa piling ng Panginoon. Kinumpleto ng Diyos ang ating kaligtasan because Christ's resurrection completed our redemption. Amen! Kompleto! Amen! Sabi mo sa katabi mo, kompleto ka! Hindi ka kulang-kulang! God has completed our redemption. Mga kapatid, huwag kayong manghinawa. Huwag kayong mabigataan sa inyong mga problema dahil Diyos natin ay buhay. Huwag kang pagmumpagdudaan ng iyong kaligtasan dahil kumpleto ang iyong katubusan sa ating Panginoon. Huwag kang manghinawang mangarap dahil ang pangarap mo kay Kristo Yesus ay mayroong kaganapan. 
dahil siya ay buhay, ang ating buhay ay mayroong pag-asa. Amen. Sabi ng John 11.25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will live even though they die. We hope you were inspired by that message. For more podcasts, download the Victory Alabang app for Apple or Android devices. And for updates, do join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you and stay connected.